back to the show. Let's start from the beginning. Some of the stories that really blazed through Monday. Well, Governor Bias has stated uh, during a has called an opposition parties and all the politicians and people right there in the states were at this time to join hands with his government in order to move Bias' state forward. In fact, he said there's a need to rebuild the state. There's a need for all the leaders in the state to come together and reason, and not just reason, reason in the most reasonable way, forgive my language, so that they don't miss out on their chance at achieving peace in this very week. Here is what he said uh, to the politicians and all the people who are involved in the politics in the state. Without security, nobody will come to Bayelsa. We must ensure that Bayelsa is peaceful and Bayelsa is uh, secure. Let us not be vindictive. This lesson is not only for Bayelsa, this lesson is for Nigeria. That no man has power high and above the Almighty Creator. To call on all Bayelsans, home and abroad, that there is a new government in place in Bayelsa. Well, of course, a new government in place after the Supreme Court did sack uh, David Leon of the All Progressive Congress. Uh, well, Ms. Kripian say in this deputy-elect uh, paperwork was uh, the story that well, was the prime of last week. And yes, they called for the sack. And that did happen on no well after the election. Uh, Dewey was declared the winner on November 16, 2019, uh, well, by the Independent National Electoral Commission. Well, David Leon, of course, uh, going on and on, things follow through in that right. But let's touch down into another perspective to this same bias story. Well, the All Progressive Congress are not going to take it, uh, take it easy or take it lying down or uh, will say this is the end of it following the fact that it has gone through the Supreme Court. No, they won't be taking it that way. In fact, the All Progressive Congress says it has written to the Independent National Electoral Commission demanding for a fresh governorship election in Bayelsa State. Now, APC's Deputy National Policy Secretary Yakini Nabena uh, said uh, in a telephone interview with Abayomi Akibola, our uh, political correspondent here in Abuja, that, well, they're not going to take it easy. No. In fact, they are going to push for a review of that judgment. Take a listen to what he explained right here to Nigeria Info directly, exclusively. We have told our people to be calm. We cannot behave like the opposition and party and PDP. We have told them to be calm and they will follow all legal proceedings to make sure that uh, things are done the right way. The national chairman have done that today. Uh, sent a letter to INEC. And now you also talked about the PDP, but even more about the PDP, he questioned, what are they doing at the embassies, the EU embassies, the foreign embassies, talking about a democracy, what are they doing there? And things go wrong, and go the other way around, that the PDP chairman, which is the conduce, always threaten that our democracy is in danger, then start working from uh, to United Nations, America Embassy, and European Union. Once it's in favor of them, then the country is peaceful. So what I'm trying to say is that um, the Ushi Sekondo should know that political parties are not run like Mutupak chairman, whereby they will shadow from Tinkan Island to um, Upper Power of. 
Okay, well, that's uh, unbiased politics. Now, let's talk about security. You win some, you lose some. Well, it looks like that's the scoreline in the fight against uh, um, insurgents and terrorists and kidnappers. You name them all the lineup of criminals that currently are besieging the state, uh, the state of the nation, as we would have it across the country. However, one story was interesting to follow through. Uh, President Muhammad Dubuari, of course, has condemned the latest round of attack. That was earlier this week uh, between bandits and, re and residents in Damkal and Sanwana villages in Batsari, local government area of Casino State. Bandits last Friday uh, had carried out uh, separate attacks on both villages, killing 30, 30 people, mostly elderly women and children. Now, his uh, media advisor, Garba Shehu, was announced to say well, that this revenge is not acceptable. Uh, revenge is not acceptable in the country and all needs to be done to make sure lives and properties continue to be saved and the efforts of the government and law enforcement agencies to make sure bandits either surrender or, and well, are subdued will continue. Meanwhile, it looks like also this same week, the Nigerian army with support from fighter jets uh, did take on an attack on Gashau Road in Damaturu Yobe State, right there in the capital. Insurgents were sighted in that part of the country at about 5 p.m. on Sunday evening, uh, a place known as Babangida Town. Well, the headquarters of Taru, uh, Tamua Local Government Council, well, they sent away advancing um, and confirming that the army was able to take on them without to be the acting assistant director, uh, Army Public Relations um, uh, Sector 2, Operation Lafayette Dolly, Lieutenant Chinoso Ote. He did speak about the fact that the army were on hand to make sure they did all they could to curb such a situation. Take a listen to him. It's just a mere infiltration by the suspected, some suspected uh, Boko Haram terrorists or Iswapas who all um, But our troops were on top of the game and then mobilized immediately to the scene. So, and uh, due to studio firepower and in conjunction with the support from the Air Force, so they were forced to withdraw that the terrorists. But we're still on standby, we're still on high alert, maximum alert. Troops are very rich. All right, well, that, that was uh, from the army there. On our lot earlier this week as regards issues in Yobe State. Now, the Senate has pledged to accommodate the views of stakeholders in order to read the nation's statutory institutions of incidences of sexual harassment. Well, that's how the president of the Senate, uh, Ahmed Lawan, gave uh, his own assertion during the one-day public hearing on sexual harassment of students in tertiary education institutions prohibition bill of 2019. Remember, this bill did get the attention of ASU, the Association of Senior Staff University uh, well, Union, did respond and say, well, what are you people talking about? Are you about to create a bill just because of us or because of uh, lecturers and universities? They questioned that. They raised the question as regards why that is going on. Now, that bill was interesting, but uh, in an opening remark made by Ahmed Lawan, who, by the way, was represented by the Senate Majority Leader, Yaya Abdullahi, uh, he said sexual harassment of students was totally unacceptable. L let me share with you his words exactly regarding the sexual harassment bill as we would have it in the country at this time. So much, so much said in there. Our interest is to build a society where all will be free of intimidation and harassment and where choices will be freely and reasonably made. We need therefore to be critical and firm on how best to proceed with this bill. My charge to you ladies and gentlemen is to be forthright 
Okay, we'll see how that goes. I remember I shared with you last week what the all what the ASU team side said about that bill. Now let's move past that issue a little bit and go to Emo State. This week there was uh, pro APC, APC protesters. Yeah, they were ground making an attempt to make things clear that they were not happy at all with the way situation was going. They are they are known as dependable patriotic allies. Well, on Monday, they stopped the Federal Ministry of Justice to submit a petition to stop the People's Democratic Party's appeal on the review of the Supreme Court judgment. Now, remember, the PDP put in an appeal, and then the Supreme Court said, come March 2nd, we will have looked through and determined how things will go going forward in that. But here's a group, dependable patriotic allies, saying, no, uh, we don't think you should look at that appeal. Let things stay the way they are. Well, one of the conveners of the group, Emmanuel Wosu and Ali Abacha, I spoke about this latest situation. Don't look at the review. Don't look at what the PDP have submitted to the Supreme Court. Stay. Leave it the way it is. Pretty much of how they describe the situation. You participants and indeed other authors of the brigade must always remember that the four language skills of listening, speaking, reading and writing are all interconnected. And you must have a good mix of them to be able to communicate effectively. Proficiency in each skill is very necessary to make you a well-rounded communicator or speaker. Oh dear, looks like I missed up the, the insert there. All right, I'm going to move past the story, but uh, the story really stays the same. But uh, regarding coronavirus, the West African Health Organization has reviewed regional approach to addressing the issue of coronavirus. Well, a communicate, a communicate that was being read at a World Press Conference regarding how things would go. Well, Nigeria's Minister of State for Health, Senator Olorunibe Mamoura, was sending a resolution was reached at an emergency meeting of ECOWAS Ministers of Health in Bamako, Republic of Mali, uh, as regards what should happen next and how they would approach things. Let me allow him to explain. Enhance surveillance and management measures for COVID-19, particularly at entry points, air, land, and sea. Step up communication to ensure that the public receives accurate, appropriate, and timely information regarding the epidemic. All right, regarding the epidemic, that's the plan. Okay, but then the DG of the world of the West African uh, Health Organization was also speaking regards uh, what the ministers in the region had planned up. Let me see if I can share that with you uh, at this time. But his summary of the whole matter is the fact that he was confident that we would get a better situation and uh, would see to a situation where things don't go as bad as it appears. Meanwhile, it looks like uh, the land border situation, we've gone quiet on it. Well, yes or no. Some people have gone quiet completely about it. But one group, the Rice Farmers Association of Nigeria, think it's best that the borders remain closed. Why? They are making money. Well, Joy Beribem was speaking to the Kano State's chairman of the association, Abubakar Liu, regarding this, this whole story. And if uh, rice being provided locally can feed the nation, he explained his way as regards what uh, he thinks is already working out, not just for them, but also for the country. Take a listen to his response. Among all stand true, they are regarded as the weakest 
plant source of protein. They are rich in iron, in potassium, rich in vitamins, folate, like thiamine, like niacin. I also know in fat, which makes it a very good meal for people who have high blood pressure. Well, those are the positive highlights of what uh, you can find in Nigerian rice if you choose to eat some. And if you're eating some, you don't know. Oh, you don't even know what type of rice they're cooking for you. Cool. What can we see about the matter? Just eat. Eat and eat good. Meanwhile, the Emir of Kano, Mohamed Sanisi, has been speaking lately. This week, he was a little bit tough. Some say it was tough. Some say it was truthful regarding the situation in the north. He, he went after a lot of the northern leaders and especially their role in helping to phase out a situation where out-of-school children and malnutrition, drug abuse, insurgency and all kinds of things were part of the things that were facing the country last week or during this week now. You remember that the Kaduna State Governor clocked the age of 60. Well, Emir Sanisi was speaking at that very occasion. He called on the true Northern Nigerian leader to do more for the area. Now, because of the condition of northern Nigeria, it is almost cliche now to say if you are seen as normal, if you're a governor in the north or a leader in the north, and if you are seen as normal in the sense that you continue to do what your predecessors have been doing, doing the same thing which has been normalized, then there's something wrong with you. You are part of the problem. We've been saying this for 20, 30 years. If the north does not change, the north will destroy itself. All right, well, that's some tough one he did say there. Uh, well, okay, so I'm just having this. Iran has reported one death among 10 new coronavirus infections in that locality as well. So that is on ground. And of course, there was also talk about chloroquine, if it could possibly curb the virus. Uh, coronavirus, of course, is formerly known as COVID-19 uh, by the World Health Organization and how things have continued to be outbreak. But certain numbers so far, it appears China has reached 2,245. Uh, South Korea is having large number of outbreak. They're banning public places, gathering, they're creating safe zones for where people can gather. As of this morning, one death among 10 new cases in Iran. South Korea has 87 new corona coronavirus cases. Uh, China's uh, president uh, is thanking Bill Gates for providing 100 million US dollars to fight the COVID-19 disease. Uh, the last batch of Japanese passengers, uh, passengers, I beg to say, are leaving the cruise ship even now. And seven cruise ships um, uh, that has uh, Wuhan medical workers are uh, being examined at the same. These are some of the stories uh, then. And also, in Yobe State here in Nigeria, Boko Haram appears to have attacked the motorists. Uh, no number of people declared yet in terms of if there were any incidents that, that has pretty much happened. But the story is being substantiated by the acting assistant director I'm in public relations sector two, Operation Lafia Dole, Lieutenant Chinozo Ote. It did confirm uh, that that did happen. Um, no confirmation if there was an abduction or if there were lives lost in that. We'll track that story for the rest of the day to see how things um, pretty much are turning up with regards to that. Now, the vice president, Nigeria's vice president, Yemi Oshibajo, uh, was represented by special advisor uh, to the president of political matters, uh, Baba Femi Ojudu, uh, with regards to collaborating with Nigerian in diaspora on voting council. Well, this would ensure citizens living abroad can participate in, in the country's election in the nearest future. Now, explaining his way on why this is so, well, Ojudu pretty much made it clear that elections were really growing faster 
nor unmeaningful more than ever before. Over 25 million Nigerians are said to be domiciled outside Nigeria. This 25 million Nigerians made huge and considerable contributions to the economy through humongous financial inflow into the country. In 2017 alone, a whooping 22 billion US dollars was recorded as remittances into Nigeria. The figure was 16.4 higher than what we obtained in 2016. In 2018, diaspora and remittances to Nigeria equals 25 billion US dollars, representing 6.1% of the GDP. All right, well, that was Jojo speaking there. 25 million Nigerians may just get to participate in elections in the nearest future. Now, earlier this week as well, President Mohamed Buhari was speaking at the passing out parade of Detective Inspector Course 5, where those who enrolled in the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission uh, were course there. On Tuesday, he was speaking regarding what is now expected and what they will do right and how transparency and how new things have come onto his government following many moves, uh, especially with regards to porters and registrations uh, that have been going on. Take a listen to his assertion as regards transparency in his government. The measures systematically being put in place to fight corruption through systematic reforms have also been yielding results. The reforms are aimed at eliminating discretionary behavior of public officials and disabling Corruption. While it is important that we continue to fish out and punish corrupt persons, this government has equally been assiduously working on preventing corruption from taking place, thereby stemming it out of our system through the channels of series of institutional reforms. All right, that's President Mohamed Dubuari speaking out on EFCC and, of course, the country as well, institutional reforms he is committed to. Now, speaking about the president now, uh, Minister of Information, Lai Mohamed, Minister of Information, Lai Mohamed, was speaking as regards uh, many of the commentary made by religious leaders, politicians, and commentators about the president should resign. He was clear as regards what would happen. Take a listen for yourself. I just said, as I said earlier, the country is facing security challenges. And the challenges have been tackled headlong. However, there have been some red hearings in recent times, including those calling for the resignation of Mr. President. I want to advise our commentators, especially political and religious leaders, to be very careful at this time, not to aggravate the situation with incendiary comments, comments that cast on our religious, ethnic, and political fault lines to further divide the country. The kind of comments that have been attributed to some leaders recently, especially religious leaders, are incendiary and reckless. Leaders should be part of solutions to problems rather than aggravating situations. To those asking the president to resign, I want to say this very clearly. Mr. President will not resign. He has the overwhelming mandate of Nigerians to preside over the affairs of the country 
expiration of his tenure in on the 9th of May 2023. All right, stay with me because after the break, I get the chance to even talk more uh, with some other issues. Honorable or horrible lawmakers. Well, that's the speech that was delivered this week uh, by Patrick Lumumba uh, this week. So stay with me. I'll be back shortly. Hold on tight. It's the weekend. The Extravaganza. Real-time radio. Now, the Minister of Foreign Affairs this week had a good time with stakeholders regarding human rights protection in the country. Well, he said uh, there's a plan by the federal government to remove 100 million Nigerians out of poverty uh, with support. Uh, of course, estimated that 40 million children out of school will also gain some uh, reputation. Take a listen to that conversation as it went on this week. Here's that conversation regarding human rights and what the government is doing for the country. You've all heard the president establishing his very noble ambition of lifting 100 million people out of uh, poverty. It is our ambition to support that ambition. But of course, it's a daunting task looking at the number of children out of school and uh, that basic provision of education and health, etc., is such an integral and vital part of seeing uh, the human rights uh, prevail in Nigeria. And that was Kelly uh, Kaslin, the head of the EU-Nigerian uh, delegation here that, that was speaking. Of course, Oyema, Geoffrey Oyema, Minister of uh, Foreign Affairs, was on hand to receive him. Well, while still having that conversation, Oyema said this. We make it clear that, you know, as a government, we have, have an obligation and a desire to respect and promote the human rights uh, of Nigerians. Here reviewing it uh, is a very good way of doing that with the Europeans, but also even within the framework of the African Union. Uh, we, Nigeria is coming up to use the um, African peer review mechanism and we're going to be re uh, reviewed the next uh, summit of African heads of state. But there are various aspects of human rights uh, here. You know, for us, it's the bedrock, the cornerstone of our democracy. All right, well, that's interesting. But also this week, uh, let me quickly say, uh, it is believed that airport workers are being trained on how to, well, if they run into a situation where there's much talk about uh, the coronavirus, what they should do next. Well, the Minister of Aviation, Adi Sirika, was speaking about this this week on their trading and how well they've been told now to effectively deal with such a situation. As part of our own responsibility as civil aviation to provide safe and secure services for our customers, Federal Airport Authority of Nigeria, which is FAN, has been collaborating actively with Port Health Services, which is the lead agency for public health in airports since the coronavirus outbreak to ensure that the virus is not imported into Nigeria through our airports. All right, that's interesting to know. Meanwhile, Senator representing Gombe South, uh, Amos Bulus, has indicated, uh, or has indicted the federal government, rather, uh, for lacking the willpower to curb the proliferation of small arms and light weapons into the country. Senator Bulus demised words as he expressed his own perspective to how things are turning out and the reason why some of the situation regarding security has continued to go on. So many weapons have been arrested at the Tinkanda Island until today. Nobody can categorically tell us oh, what was the outcome of all those events that were arrested. It has always been stories. The truth is this, we know all the gun runners that are in this country. The only thing is that those that are settled with that responsibility to actually take actions are not doing what they are expected to do. Rather, they convert that avenue for money making. 
All right, well, Stella, another senator was speaking on the same subject. It would be better to wait until the submission of the committee work. And in doing so, we can have a comprehensive deliberation on what and how our security setup should be. We can visibly see the gap where it exists, so we don't do anything on ad hoc basis. And well, the Inspector General of Police, Mohamed Aldamu, has called on state governors, by the way, to intensify efforts to address issues of poverty and drug abuse across uh, the country. Well, these are some of the issues that's leading to criminality in the country. He expressed his reasons for that call this way. Factors that lead to commission of crime should be eliminated in the society. That is where the governors come on board and the local government uh, authorities. Because everything should never be left to the federal government alone. When you hear people talking about, talking about security challenges and they link it up with federal government, it is not enough to allow federal government or to focus on federal government. Let the state government, the local government, I mean, create the enabling environment that creates jobs, eliminate poverty. Most of these uh, people will never be involved in crime. Well, the House of Representatives has given the Center Management Development, uh, that organization, three weeks to provide receipts and remittance. In fact, pretty much of how their account has been run from 2014 till date. Well, chairman of that committee, uh, James Feleke, chairman of the Committee on Finance, James Feleke, issued the directive on Wednesday. There's a report stating that you, you ought to have remitted 375 million. This is an agency of law. It's not a joke. And there are penalties for knowledge. You know what we can do? We will recommend, if you don't pay, we will recommend the deductions of all you are standing from your from every year allocation to you. Ah, tough measure. Now, honorable or honorable lawmakers, who else can say this except uh, legal minds such as the man you know as Patrick Lumba, who was speaking during the launch of the Green Chamber magazine this week. Take a listen to how he expressed some points in which he spoke for about 25 minutes. But here's a quick part of that conversation. In Nigeria, as in many countries, people are asking, why is it that the thing that we expected of our leaders have not been delivered? When you listen to Nigerians, both here and abroad, they are asking of their legislators, what are you doing? They are asking of their legislators, where are the promises that you made to us when we regained our independence? And the only way to answer them is through the medium of a publication such as this. Oh yeah, well we'll see whether that answer would get even more audible as the days uh, pretty much uh, go on and uh, one would find. Well, President Muhammad Dubari has called on religious leaders and traditional rulers as regards how things should go. The message is the bridge. And well, their commitment in helping the society uh, to heal and to be united at all times. He spoke this week uh, at a national conference on repositioning the Muslim family for national development. Up to this challenge, I, however, wish to call on all our other religious leaders and organizations, both Christian and Muslim, to follow suit by redirecting important elements of their preachings and teachings on family issues with a view to broadening the sensitization 
of people at the grassroots level. And yes, okay. Uh, Buari also said many of the problems confronting the nation stem from collapsed family values. Well, that's uh, one way of saying it. But this time, it was his wife that did put forward that statement. Aisha Buari speaking on the need for girl-child education and also confronting the issue of early girl marriage. Some of the objectives were agreed to pursue, including identifying critical material marital challenges and suggesting relevant instruments for addressing them sensitizing families and other relevant stakeholders on their specific and collective responsibilities towards mitigating marital challenges and identifying policy matters requiring urgent attention. And then Emir Sanisi also gave voice to that discussion. We can speak from here to the end of this year and say that if you have children, you are responsible for their maintenance. If you have a house and your wife has five children and you divorce her, don't tell her to go to her father's house. You leave the house for her and go to your own father's house. Because you are supposed to provide, you are supposed to provide her with accommodation. Now I can say that, and the sheikhs can say that, but I do not have the power to do it. It is only the governments that will pass a law and say that any man who divorces his wife with children is obliged to provide them with accommodation and maintain his children, and there should be the law and the courts and the system that will enforce. Ah, intense uh, line of thinking. Let, let's see how that goes. Minister of Information said, well, we need to cut fake news as well. He's been speaking about that. This Thursday, he was really all about it, saying, well, some people are just so uh, committed to providing fake news, and we have to choose what we listen to. Uh, there's been a spike in the dissemination of uh, fake news and uh, the use of disinformation in recent times. Uh, this is not accidental. It's because fake news, disinformation, and hate speech have become the weapon of choice actually to create tension in the polity and stabilize the, the country. And then there's also the talk about bringing in social media industry uh, stakeholders to discuss ways to provide sanity within the sector. We're also planning a major international conference that will bring together the tech companies, media practitioners, policy makers, and others as part of efforts to tackle this growing menace. All right, well, with that said, I can go on and on. There's so many other stories to go on. Of course, uh, the agency being talked about, the Senate uh, for the Reformation, or Repentant Program, once should be created. There was that conversation. There's so many things to dig around into. I can dig all the way through. Uh, I'm out of time this morning. Um, okay, but however, I'll still allow you to make your comments regarding this. Remember, on my share, I believe you, can, you would have to be objective. You have to be factual. No abuses, no lies. In the event you're unable to abide by these rules, I would cut you off your call uh, pre pretty much. Uh, that's, the, that's the way. I believe in the sanity of conversation and being able to put forward your intelligence without adding abuses to that conversation. Join me now in the studio. Let's hear what you do have to say on 0946-00951 and then 0809597. Four eight six nine zero eight zero three one two three zero two nine three. The brief with Family Live is on. What are you reflecting on from this week? Good morning to you and welcome to the show. Hello, family. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you doing today? Very well. Good to talk to you. What's your name? Um, this is William calling from. Uh, it's William calling. Uh, All right. Uh, talk family, to me. Let's talk about about um, the the legislative. 
I'm talking about how they could be able to be the sanity and at the same time, you know, cop out um, in, in spending in, our, in our system. But look at what the Senate, the alpha rep, you know, currently, you know, protecting. I'm asking them um, to, to protect about um, about uh, 400 and something, the joke, which of 2020. I wish because about about some millions of about a thousand of dollars, about thirty five thousand dollars or so of each one. So I want to understand ourselves. Are we going to lose make, making this country, you know, the way we want this country to go with? At the same time the senators, you know, the chairman committees, you know, housing about them uh, possessing about them um, you know uh, what do they call um crucials. I think we should be able to look at what it takes a way to put this country in the right perspective. So okay. that by any way, they should move in the right way we want this country to move to. And at the same time, I want to comment about um, Senator Majority, uh, Senate Leader of um, um, the Senate, um, Chairman of, um, of Army. Okay. I think it's, it's, it's uncalled for them to take that way, the way to think about. I mean, I've been, um, you know, um, an agency that will be to. All right. Let's leave it at that with you, sir. I think yes. it's not proper. Thank I think you. Not, could be able to think about that. Thank let's you so much. All right, thank you. I really let's be let's be considerate. There are other people also waiting uh, to use the phone lines. Good morning to you. Good morning, Samiti. All right, good morning. Talk to me. Yeah, my name is All right, yes, you have sixty seconds, please. Okay, I want to react to the to about uh, what Ndume uh, said. Okay. Ndume um, has said it all. How can you be creating an agency for people that have killed a man? innocent Nigeria. Is it that it's a way of encouraging them that they should continue doing what they are doing? And nobody is saying anything about the victims of uh, the insurgency. So now, if uh, IPOB I will start demonstrating the way uh, Boko Haram are demonstrating, does it mean that tomorrow now nobody will speak against creating an agency for them? Mm. So you cannot see how they have not commercialized the issue of uh, insurgency and, uh, and, and, uh, and terrorism. They okay. are the ones that commercialized it mm. because they know what they are doing. By the time that they create that agency, it's another way of siphoning the, the, the country's uh, uh, resources. All, all right, not going to go well for the country. Thank you for so, that. All right, that thank reason, you. Okay, thank you, my brother. Thank you so much. Okay, I know there's a lot to say, but let's 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 just plan through. Good morning. Hello. Morning. My my good morning. My name is Benga. All right, Benga. Welcome to the show. Yes. I seconds, always please. like the audacity and the of of the MF Colonel. Sometimes I ask myself, why shouldn't he have been in the administration? Although he has been serving his people, because. They have been saying this for a long time. So the time they were against him about the Alimangiri, about people having children without money, they would have taking care of them. If they can pass that law in all the states in the north, it will be sanity. Before you divorce a woman with a child, you must provide for the house. If that you leave that house for them, go and look at where you will live, or you put on that house for them. That will reduce all these, I mean, children wanting about with their fatherless, not taking care of them. And also about the president that he should resign, I know that is a joke from the opposition. President is working. What what problem? Yes, I'm telling that there. But we are working in that direction. What we need is resources. What we need is manpower and arms to fight insurgency. And I believe that very soon we'll get over there. But that will get it to Kano. Yeah, a plane that will come by next year. We'll see that things will reduce in the in the uh, all this urgency 
we, we, we reduce. All right, thank, thank you, you, you Benga. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, family. How are you? Very well. Good to have you on the show. Uh, this is Abubakar Kalu from Gwagwalilada. All right, Abubakar. Uh, Emir of Kano has addressed fundamental marital issues in the northern part of Nigeria. Uh, a lot of men abrogate power to themselves. They abuse marriage institution. They destroy the lives of many married women. They, 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 they divorce with impunity. They, they, they leave the, the, the children in the care of women, uh, which most of them have financial capacity to cater for. Emir of Kano is a visionary reform, reformist who uh, ideas and ideology, if implemented, could bring uh, reform into the northern part of Nigeria and Nigeria uh, by life. Because in most of Islamic countries, most uh, nearby neighbors, uh, North African countries, you can't go and go for a second wife until a court grants uh, evidence from your first wife. Are you capable financially to cater for, for, for the first wife? Then you can go for a second wife. Thank you. All right. Thank you there. All right. Interesting thoughts uh, from you all. Good morning to you. Let me do life. Yes, sir. How are you today? Like the news. Like the news. Like the news. We can't take it away from you. Thank you, sir. 100%. Okay. Abu Bakar for Sudeja. Good to have you on. Emir of Kalo did not, we don't know what they have learned. He, that man, time has passed. That we pray for him, for his <coughs> long life and prosperity. And Sultan of Sukutu. Tell me this, have you been in Mogadi Gari in Kaduna? There is a court in Mogadi Gari there. Okay. They are voicing, they are voicing, they are voicing, they are voicing. You will hear the judgment there every day, divorce, divorce, and you cannot make provision for the wife you divorce and the children you let you need behind for the woman. Mm. Only what you can hear here now, Femidi, can you have, are you, can you have capable to marry four wives? I have four wives. In the matter, would that do? Take another matter, would that do? They are using it to both mm. look at what is happening in the law, insecurity, Boko Haram, bad days. They cannot even help the area of, uh, and Sultan of Sokoto to bring solution. Do you know what somebody told me? A very close Latino brother. He told me that he said, as if, if Nigeria allows those people to separate, give them five years, they will develop like China because they have the engineers. Okay. They have both home and abroad. That they can make their country Let's leave it at that. Time, time is not on our side. Uh, reading from Abigail from Kujo, she says, Good morning, FMD. I still can't wrap my mind around an agency for repentant Bukwaram. Can it, can it be under the Northeast Development Board? What's the need for an agency to do that? Uh, she questions. Oh, dear. That is the uh, good move past that. Good morning to you. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Fine, sir. How is your family, sir? Very well. Talk to me. Uh, my brother, what happened here? Me, I don't know what to talk about, but it's a surprising thing. Because this yoga issue, it was that yesterday, we did for the one lawmaker from Yoga, say they should make laws. If even the, the law has passed in the Senate, say they should be habitating the Boko Haram, bringing them back to society. And if you look at what are the people where they, these people scatter them, displace them. Yeah, they have no place to stay, no food to eat. 
They never make law that to make them to be, the government to be giving these people food oh, to make where they will be hiding their head oh, that to make law to habilitate Boko Haram who 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 are destroying the the whole the people, making people homeless. Mm. And if you look at the people this year, some of them are from Burkina Faso, some from Chad, from Niger, some different from uh, Kenya. They are from different different places. Okay. Now they have been taking them to to, 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 to society, giving them whole huge amount of money. How can the this thing will end? Now this thing have come to hey, not to, to finish again. That is why some things are remain, remaining there. Thank you so much. Yes, let's leave it at that. Thank you so much for your contribution. Good morning to you. Hello? Yes, I'm with you. What's your name? Yes, this is Mr. Paul. All right, Mr. Paul. Go on, please. Thank you. Yes, I want to comment on um, um comment on the issue of a marriage. Mm. For me, I think he's just clever by half. I know he has four wives. I don't know the number of children he has. See, if you want to be sincere, I know a lot of uh, 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 Muslim, reputable Muslim, even a prince from the Sokoto Caliphate, who has only one wife, and he's a London-trained uh, uh, fellow. You see, it's not if you have money. You go ahead and marry four wives and fill all the place with children. And you say you have done it. As you blame those who don't have money, and they marry a lot of children, and I mean, a lot of wives and many children, they are imitating you. Who knows? So if any Sansu wants to have a revolution, he should preach. Even if you have money, marry only one wife and have just certain number of children so that... You will take care of them, and people will emulate you. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff, for that. Okay. Uh, I have room for just one more now. Morning to and you. That and that one more person is Uncle Tom. <laughs> Good morning to you. Yes. On this issue of um, whatever, a deal for the an agency uh, for repentant bookworm. An agency, yeah? Yes, yes, yes. You see, the my understanding is this. Necessity is the mother of invention. All wars end up on the conference table. The Colombia situation is getting to 52 years. Now, the Afghanistan issue now the Americans are discussing to end it up on the te conference table. So, mm. what is happening now is this. Smarting from what happened about this amnesty uh, uh, commission, which the, 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 those boys in the creek were killing, maiming, destroying property, they were welcomed in the villa. And they were accepted. They dropped their arms. And there's a commission for them. So this Boko Haram issue, it's not that these guys, that uh, these people that were freed, we, we were Boko Haram per se. Okay. They, some of them were conscripted As against such. their will. All right. So do we now get back them and don't have anything to... to, to, to this is Th 
Okay, Uncle Tony. Radicalize them. They radicalize them. Government is just taking measure to see how we can come in this. Okay, finish. All right, Come thank on. you. I know, I know. I'm pressed for time. I have someone who's standing by here that we have to take on. Uh, good morning, family. God bless uh, the Sultan of uh, Kano. Emir uh, Senesi, Godu from Sileja, did write that in. Bas from Gaki says, family, when is the government going to start issuing application form for Boko Haram members? Some of us want to join and get rehabilitated when caught and repentant. Okay, that's not a, well, the best of expression now. Uh, here's another message. He says, I'm sure... Well, if we're not careful, one of the Boko Haram leaders will end up being the DG of the agency. Nigeria, wake up and uh, stand, uh, stand in for Gwags. All right, well, thank you so much for all your messages and your calls this morning. That's how many of them I could take. I can't take much more. Um, okay, good morning from the Goblet. Okay, I did take this already. Okay, well, thank you so much for being part of the brief this week. I'll be back next week with another set of stories that did rise, rain, and did get attention every week. The brief with Femme Live. Thank you. And I'll be back with more shortly from now. I will be taking on a paid interview. Stay with us right here on Nigeria Info. Next, why do I do a political show? Well, it has to be because of one of my favorite political quotes, the Gessner philosophy. And it says, says, the right leaders feel a sense of urgency in good times and bad, whether facing threat or opportunity. No matter what, they are obsessed, afflicted with a creative compulsion and inner drive for progress burning hot coals in the stomach that remains constant, whether facing threat or opportunity. This is what I also believe, that there's a sense of urgency that needs to be done with every right leader. And that is why I do the show. This, I believe, I am Femi D. Amelie. 95.1 Nigeria Info.